And we're live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fresher and Partland Show, episode number 24. Ooh, we did it. 24. With a couple of weeks of break, this is really half a year. I know. And also, we're on the wrong day. It's my fault. That's and right. I missed last week. Slacking. That's uh, right. That's all right, everyone. I am Parlance, and welcome to the Fresher and Parlance Show. I am Fresher. Also, welcome, even though you kind of stole my thunder for saying welcome. What? No, I just said I'm Parlance. I didn't say I know. Fresher. And then you said welcome, but I was going to say welcome too. But it's cool. Well, we both could say people welcome. Are welcome. People we are, are welcome. We are welcoming people. Yeah. It was cool to have uh, Brian last week, too. I mean, we've been meaning to have, like, guests and stuff. I mean, it was kind of... It would be cooler if it was three people, but... Well, if one didn't make plans to Seriously, do stuff... I know. Those were super prior plans. I missed the thing, like... I forgot it was Thursday. Well, even... With, uh... I don't know. Why Why didn't we just do it on Wednesday? We could have done it on Wednesday. It doesn't matter. Brian, did, Brian yeah. did an excellent job. It was, it was fine, fine to bring in the guests. We did get a lot of views. I think extra heat for the... I know. It's like uh, pulling in the cross-promotion stuff. There were a lot of good plugs. You guys had some good topics. I listened through it. Well, I'm glad you listened to so that maybe is why we have extra plays. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I just listened to it once. We are like an, a small island a small island nation who is completely welcoming to all who come visit. But well, not a Chinese small island nation, because those are fake. Those are fake. Well, this is sort of fake. Uh, no, it's totally real. Yeah, so uh, everyone, welcome to the show. Uh, we uh, are live uh, live tweeting on uh, at, at Fresh and Par on Twitter, or you could be hashtag just... Hashtag FapTime. Hashtag FapTime, or you could just go to uh, Facebook and uh, hit us there at the Fresher and Par something. That's on... uh, the Fresher and Par Lance show. Or yeah. Fresher and Par I don't know. If you just search for that, like they all come up. Plus yeah, they all come up. FresherandParlance.com. Really, all you have to do is go to Dr. Google, type in Fresher and Parlance, and there'll be probably six or seven instances of... I know. Of like, let me, uh, I'm going to go check that out right now and see if I just searched for Fresher. What happens? Uh, not the first page. I would say Fresher is probably not a good thing to put down because, because if you put the Fresher... Oh, both, of the, both just searching Fresher or Parlance... Does not we are not on the first Google page. Fresher and Parlance. All right, so we're back on the air. That was uh, interesting. My hair. So this is what happens when I get stressed out. It just gets higher. Yeah, it's like just sticking up there. It's just going so, straight up, straight up to the sky. This is getting edited together. We kept talking. We don't even know where it went off. So. We don't know where it went off. You know, luckily we were like plowing through. I went over to check the thing. It wasn't working. So, you know, it's, no one's listening now because, like, they can't see it or whatever. Yeah, so what's funny is is that, um, you know what caused my computer to blow up? What? I opened up a tab and Googled Fresher and Parlance. <laughs> really? So our site broke it? No, I didn't. No, it, it was Google. I literally, I, just, I literally opened up a new tab and started, I, I was like, it was like fresh, and that's as far as I got. And then it just it just completely crashed. Um, really, fu- really funny. Um, but anyway, uh, 
that's the uh, that's that's the gist of of our show right now. It breaks yeah, things, things break things break when you when you think about it. That, I mean, it, ha- it happens. It happens. So, it's part so of anyway, the, the fun. So anyway, of the fun. I don't think any of the World Cup fever was was brought up, but I have done nothing but waste a lot of time watching countries and soccer this week. Um, I'm rooting. I'm obviously rooting for the USA. Although I yesterday, I watched the Mexico Brazil game. Yeah. And it it was the game was unbelievable, super exciting, amazing, and it finished a tie zero zero. So that's the beauty of World Cup soccer. You could watch. It's like you got you want ties? We got ties. Ties? We've got ties. High kicking, low scoring. <laughs> I made that. By the all way, those, I, uh, all those fake injuries. Do you see that guy get fake kicked in the nose? Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it's so bullshit. It was like it was like pro wrestling. He had a blade and just cut his. He cut like his his. He totally, like, was dramatic about it. wasn't even that bad. Uh, That was Clint Dempsey from the U.S. squad. Someone actually sent me a picture of young Clint Dempsey, and man, did he have some crazy hair. (laughs) Um, That's Clint Dempsey. Clint Dempsey. But what's interesting, I I don't know if you've seen this, but um, the U.S. uh, Ghana, USA-Ghana match... It was the highest single rating for a group stage match ever in the United States. And it's not counting the 1.4 million people who watch via Watch ESPN. So they had like seven, I think they had seven million... Why would they not count them? Uh, because it's not the same ratings, right? And it's also not counting the 3.8 million that tuned into the Spanish language Univision. It sounds like they just didn't count anyone, but it's still, like, the point is that it's still, like, the most popular. Well, this is the problem with TV ratings, right? They're totally, like, fragmented. Yeah. Especially for something like this, where people are watching online, people are watching on the Spanish-language TV. TV ratings were stupid in the first place, because all they did was the box things. They, like, took a small sample of people. Totally true. So, um, here's some notable comparisons. The match was ESPN's highest rated and most viewed telecast since the BCS National Championship coverage on January 6th. That was the College Football National Championship, Jeremy. I'm yeah. sorry, fresher, sorry. <laughs> uh, the combined World Cup ratings for ESPN, ESPN2, and ABC, an average rating of 2.5 and more than 4.1 million viewers through the first 14 matches, marks a 20% ratings increase over the last tournament in 2010. And also, the 2014 tournament has already delivered ESPN and ESPN2's fourth highest rated and most viewed group play matches not involving a United States team. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And I saw something that um, okay. the New York City ratings came in, and it actually, the, the average for a Giants and Jets football game, which, by the way, is uh, airs on uh, free TV, like over-the-air TV. Yeah. Um, it, the ESPN match actually had, more, the USA-Ghana match had more... Um, viewers than the average Jets or Giants game during the course of the NFL season. So wait, who won? The U.S. Oh. They stole it, dude. They stole it. I thought... uh, I want to do some sort of wordplay. Like, I thought we were gonna win, but I can't figure out how to do it. Right. (laughs) We definitely won. 
It was the to- they dominated us, and then they came. It came through. I feel is that my- the one that you guys were talking about that like we played crappy, but we ended up winning anyways. Yes, that's exactly right. Because we got like a point at the very beginning, and then like like we did crappy, and then they got a point, and then like I don't know. Yeah, essentially they. Soccer sounds super boring. We got a point, and then they did stuff, and then they got a point, and then, and then we got another point, and we won. <laughs> it was, by, by the way, it wasn't. It's not a point. It's a goal. Is it? I mean, it's not called points. No, you called a goal. So you get multiple goals. You have. Here's how it works. You get goals in in soccer. Yeah. You get runs in baseball. You have points in... But wait, they don't have penalty goals. Yeah, they do. Can you get... You can get goals without kicking the ball in, can't you? No. Points. There's no no points. There's no no points in soccer. The only points in soccer or in the World Cup is when you win a match or uh, tie a match, you get points, and that's how they determine who goes on to the next round. A win gets you three points, and then a tie gets you... Oh, yeah, this is what my friend was telling me, too. Like... How their bracket thing worked, because it's all their brackets points, but then also soccer's points, and that's how they do like the ladder thing for the three or whatever. Everyone gets three games. Right. Everyone. Yeah. So there's every team in the thing gets three at least three games. But today there was uh, we we had two teams eliminated. So Spain, the former last the last World Cup champion, and also pretty much the most dominating force in terms of a country. Uh, uh, team in the last maybe five or six years. Yeah. Um, they lost. They were eliminated today. And they they still have a game to play, but they lost their first two matches, so they're out. They're pretty much... They cannot advance, so they're done. But they still get to play another game. Yeah, but it's meaningless. Well, they can take points from someone else. Nope, it's meaningless. Mathematically eliminated. No, no, they can't win but they could like make the other person get less points and maybe lose against the third person. No, because the third person they're playing is also mathematically eliminated. Oh. So, so the, it's the a, is already determined? Yeah, the two people from that group are already determined. Huh. That sounds weird. That seems like not a very good system. Well, it's not a typical system. It usually doesn't happen that way. Usually it comes down to those matches meaning something, but because both... Netherlands and Chile beat to have two wins and no losses going into yeah. the last game. Both other teams have are zero and two, and the two zero and two teams are playing each other, so it doesn't even matter at this point. It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. So Spain was eliminated. So the U.S., which by the way still has hope because they won their first round. The only thing I could take away from this is that the U.S. lasted longer in the tournament than. Spain, the reigning champions. Wow, really? I didn't, so, so that's crazy. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool, but we still want them to get to the next round. Why? The U.S. Oh, you mean the U.S.? I thought you mean the um... Spaniards. Yeah. No, we don't. I don't care about the Spaniards. They're gone. See you later. Shh, all these countries. Who cares about countries? Come on. <laughs> I was saying, if like the team was from Seattle or something, I'd care more about it. I mean, the U.S., boring. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. Oh, my gosh. So, Mr. Tom Brewer had in it, has tweeted the Hindenburg exploding as a metaphor yeah. for episode 24. Thank Trash. you. Thank well, we're you. on 24.5. Yeah, we we're, have... not, 
viewers, by the way? What was that? Yeah, we do have one viewer. I bet it's Tom. <laughs> it is him because he's already tweeted about you talking about the World Cup. I know. So, all right, so here's here's. I think we should play a a, a soccer. Uh, like, what does Mr. Fresher know about the World Cup? So I'm going to ask you. Some, I mean, it's going to be like nothing. Well, let's just say I'm going to. These are like these would be the equivalent of a penalty kick in soccer, with a okay. no goalie, with no goalie. Do it. Okay. What is the amount of years between each no, World four, Cup? Right? It's like the Olympic. It's four. Correct. Correct. Ooh, got it. Ooh. All right. All right. All right. So you got one point. This is good. And then, by the way, you, that's not a goal. That's a one point. Okay. Here we go. This year, <laughs> the World Cup is played in what country? That's a Brazil. Good! Two points! I have to watch that dumb commercial, like, constantly. Oh, that, that, the, the soundtrack the animated is terrible. thing with, like, yeah. the... And I, did, I watched that video about FIFA. I didn't know how, like, evil they were or whatever. Oh, don't get me started on that. I went I off on right. that last week. Okay, number three. How many players are on the field? Ooh, this one I just learned. It's 11. Wrong! 22! What? How many oh. players are on the field? That's trick question. Trick question. Trick question. <laughs> someone was talking about they were having like a 12th man thing. Oh, yeah. Like, I was wondering if that actually worked in soccer, and apparently it still makes sense to some extent. Okay. When, when someone is fouled and they get a penalty kick, where did that foul take place? Well, what's the, what's the term that they call that? Is it a red card or something? A corner well, kick? Hold on. No. It's... There's an area on the field. If they get fouled in that field, they get a penalty kick. What is the name of that area? The uh, goalie pen or something? The box is what they call oh. it. Uh, yeah, I believe it's like 10, 10 yards, I, but I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, that's... Okay, All right, not bad. That one's a little more difficult. It's a little more difficult. Okay. All right, let's see. I'm trying to think of one is more Beckham question. Is Beckham still the most famous player? No, no. Beckham is not the most famous Does he even player. play? No. No. He's out. He's out. He's... Like, how long ago? I don't think he's been in the last two World Cups. I was just reading a thing about uh, Spice Girls' relevance. <laughs> and, like, um, which one... I guess, like, one of them just released a new single, like a independent single thing. Like, that she's... I don't remember which one. I think it was... I don't know. Well, they were saying that she's the most famous, but then the other Spice Girls tweeted, like, something about, like... Being jealous. I don't know. Spice Girls news. <laughs> All right, last, last question. Name one player playing in the 2014 World Cup for any team. I, I don't know any at all. One player. Just one player. That's all you need. Yeah, I can't, don't know any at all. Okay. All right. Beckham. That's like the only soccer player I know at all. Well, let me just say, there was a, probably a million you could choose from. But you yeah, know, there's yeah. All right. Well, I mean, he's, I asked about the other, the one who got kicked in the nose earlier. That's Clint Dempsey, and I mentioned his name. And I know, can... but I didn't remember his name. Oh boy. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. So ends the great World Cup. I did pretty good. I did got, pretty good. You got two out of five. Not bad. Wait, I got two out of five. I only missed two. No, you get you missed three. 
You didn't that's get how many players were on the field? You didn't get the name of the... the oh, you, that was a trick question. All right, fine, fine. I'll give you two and a half <laughs> out of five. I guess I should have listened to the whole thing. I mean, reading the whole problem is part of it. <laughs> it's like, I used to have a math teacher that every once, like once a year, he would do a pop quiz, and it would say, yeah. read all directions before, before doing the test. Yeah. And then at the very end of the test, his things, it would be like two pages, and then at the back page of the second page, it would say, if you've read all the instructions, don't, uh, sign your name here and just submit it for 100. <laughs> and so people would just sit there, not read the directions, and then do all the math problems and then submit yeah. it. But all you had to do was sign your name and, and submit it. And he'd really give you the points? Yeah, that was the pop quiz, yeah. That's pretty cool. It's a good idea. I mean, I never read the whole thing first. A lot of times when I took those tests, I'd look at... Because sometimes it sucked when I do the whole front and I thought I was done and I'd flip it over. I'm like, damn it, there's a whole other side. And it didn't allot my time right. But tests, glad I don't have to take those anymore. I was just going to say, but here's the thing. Now I... my uh, For me, life is a test. I feel like every day I am tested. And well, the, I mean, and... that's, that's good, though. I mean, it's like not... It's not a build-up. I don't like the build-up of tests. I don't mind using my skills and testing myself but when there's like some, it's not like I'm gonna fail if I do something wrong. Nah, that's I disagree. I failed earlier today on a thing called the Fresher and Parland Show, episode number twenty-four. <laughs> that I was failed. a fail. That was that, just, was, a, that was an explosion. This is a complete recovery. What are you talking about? Well, this is twenty-four point five, completely separate project. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you look at it that way, you could fail a lot of things. Yeah, I, I, I feel Just like... Just cut my, it off right before you succeed, and then you can consider it a failure. <laughs> here's, here's my feeling on this, is that my life is punctuated with about a million failures and a little, little spatter... Like, a, like essentially, like, some sprinkling of success. I feel like that's a good way to be. I mean, you need to have failures to have success. Like, it's you only get something once for, like, ten times you try or something. That's true, but I feel like the things I fail at, I don't actually eventually succeed at. Oh, you give up? I, I, I just toss... I guess, I, I mean, I'm not doing 24.5 of this. We have three watchers at most. Whoa! Maybe yeah. it was better to post it later. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was better to just fail because now we just got rid of the riffraff. Maybe that's exactly the one out of ten thing or whatever. So speaking of failure, I was talking about while you are gone, my quadrocopter... That uh, I totally tried spinning it up again, and it doesn't work anymore. Sucks. Hey, I uh, never fly that... outside because it wasn't nice when I, I got it like near Christmas or whatever. I know because I just watched episode two of Fresher and Parland show, and yeah. you were jazzed about it. I know. I'd, so I've been having it in storage. I got like a new battery and everything, but like, and I even got the um, a new mainboard because I thought maybe that's why it wasn't connecting to the controller. Didn't help. So I got to do something else. I spent like another hundred bucks on the main board. It's now oh, two. Jesus. <laughs> I was thinking about even just getting another one altogether. Like I was like, should I spend the hundred or should I spend the hundred and fifty to get a new one? Because then I'd have like double all the parts. But I thought, no, I don't want to have two. What am I going to do with the other one? I don't know. Well, clearly you didn't do anything with all you did with the first one is break it. I know, I didn't even get to... Like, I wanted to fly it over my house and, like, do video recording and stuff. Ugh, never even got to do it. I'm going to get it to work, though. So what happened? What, and by the way, you said you were trying to spin it up. Is that the, the proper nomenclature for uh, remote control I mean, control I was literally coffee? making the thing spin, so I guess it could work. But I don't know if... 
there's an official nomenclature for that. I, I'm I calling that, it. There is. I thought that was oh, like up drones. That's the only way you start them. Um, it's like revving your engine. I, I like it. I'm gonna. I really want to use your drone with the camera to do like really neat stuff. And I don't I know. know what I want to do like a like. I don't know. I mean, it won't last an hour. It'd be cool to do like just a drone-related episode. <laughs> we could do like a. We could hook up another camera and then cut to that camera up there as a as a like POV of up in the yeah, air. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I'm gonna get it fixed. It's gonna happen. It's happening. So it's today was a big day for Amazon. I know. They was that today that they like announced it? Yeah, because there's been a lot of buzz. So there was buzz and rumor, but today they confirmed it. Yeah, I'm not impressed. Well, well, wait, hold on. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about the recently announced Amazon smartphone. It's the Amazon Fire Phone, they call it. The Fire Phone. Which is kind of not cool either. So it's I don't fully understand it. Is it full 3D? No, it's not 3D. So it's dumb because it just has a face tracking software thing. And so, uh, like, when you are looking at it, it, like, the stuff looks like it's 3D because it's watching your face, so it knows how to tilt it. Which, I mean, it's kind of cool or whatever, but they totally did that on iPhone earlier. They didn't use the face tracking, but one of the features, I think it was on iPhone 4, was that when you, it uses the accelerometers, and when you tilt it, the background would shift a little, so it looked 3D. And everyone turned it off because it killed their battery, and nobody cared. I don't think this is going to be a very big feature. <laughs> well, they haven't even commented on battery life, I heard. I know. And then also, uh, it's dumb that they came out with their new, their own operating system, which is totally... It's like beyond the skinned version of Android. Like, all of the other carriers have Android as a base. Like, it's very Android-esque. But even with the, uh, the Kindles, it was, like, super skinned for Android. But this one, like, they're taking it to the next level. And I think that their, like, OS design is way old. Like, I mean, it, it makes sense if it's the first version of their own, because they're calling it, the, I think, Fire OS or something. And uh, it makes sense for the first version of the OS to, like, be kind of, like, not totally with it or whatever, but it's kind of late to start with a new one. I, mean, I guess you got to start somewhere, though, but I don't think it's a good design at all, even what they're trying to do. <laughs> so I think that this, this is not a great product. I don't think it's a good product. I don't think that there'd be any reason why you would buy it. There's, like, it's, it's, not, it's, it's more expensive. It doesn't do as much stuff. It doesn't look as cool. It has, like, maybe two special new features. Like, the only thing it has is maybe the camera, but it doesn't have a camera app. I guess it runs... It can run Android apps, too, I think. But you have to get them on the Amazon store. You can, I don't think you can use the Google store. Probably not, no. So, like, it's, they're trying to make their whole own ecosystem. I mean, I th Microsoft started out at the same level of, like, theirs kind of sucked when it came out. It was kind of, like, halfway or whatever, and they were playing catch-up. But I feel like they're, to some extent, caught up. I mean, you can do anything that you really need to do on a Windows phone, and it's going to work fine. Like, it's a pretty good experience. But they're starting out with, like, not a good experience now, and it's, like, kind of late. So the only thing... So... The only thing I can think of is the one cool feature, I think, is unlimited cloud storage. Yeah, but that's not a phone feature. Well, I'm just saying, it's, but it's a phone, it is a phone feature because that phone is giving you that. 
But, I mean, it's not the phone. You could do that on any phone. I know, but not a lot of places give you the unlimited phone uh, cloud storage. Yeah. Two, They'll probably just change it later, though. Two, I mean, the only... Hold on, Mr. Fresher. Give me, let me give you the two <laughs> things I think. you got to talk all about this thing. i got two things. Um, the, is that you could, you could use the camera to take a picture of anything, and it'll give you the price on Amazon. Yeah, you can do that already, too. No, it's you can only Google do... Google Goggles. What? It's called Google Goggles. It comes already on phones. Oh, really? Well, then yeah. that takes that away. Wait, I use but... it all the time at the store. Wait, you only, could... It doesn't only give you Amazon. It gives you the Google results, which... Wait, but hold on. Is that including... Amazon and all the other stores. Is that UPC, or is that items? Anything. Image searches. Aha. Well, all right. Well, then there goes my fun stuff. That's all I had. So if if you you have to press the button to take the picture if you want to take an image search, but then if you if you just hold it up to a UPC, it'll recognize it and just give you the results right away. Also, if you hold it up to QR codes, it'll give you the results right away. Is there a special? It's a Google Goggles is the name of the app. Yeah, it's just a normal Google app that's been around since like super long. All right, so I'll have to look into that because I didn't know that existed. Yeah, it's super useful. I use it all the time. That's the main way that I read QR codes and stuff. Oh, really? I never use QR codes. I think QR codes are the stupidest thing on the planet. They are pretty dumb, but I like... I feel like they're in the level of cool dumb. <laughs> like, where they're so, like, pointless and they're, like... But they're not retarded. They're, like, kind of cool. I kind of wanted to make a QR code T-shirt. Uh, I've seen QR code T-shirts. You can change the colors of the dots, and it still works, too. Oh, what was I going to say? Uh, QR codes, and what's the name of the, the web app that when you, you let it to listen to music, and if it... And then oh, yeah. The, uh, it's changed names a couple times, but I think it's called SoundHound. Oh, really? Is that what it's called? Yeah. So, the, But you can do that with uh, Google Music, too. That's the one I use. And then when you use it on Google Music, it will just bring you to the... If you have the subscription, it'll bring you to the song for free. So this, uh, uh, this, this section of the show is brought to you by Google. Google has great products, such as Google <laughs> Goggles and uh, Google Music. Uh, you yeah. can use Google Goggles to scan any product in the, in the market to kind of bring up Google Search to buy and find the cheapest price. Uh, yeah. Google Music is an excellent resource to listen to and scan the music and also uh, buy that music if you so choose. So thank no, you, it, Google, it, it, for being the like sponsor of this program. And then you can just listen to it for free on the music subscription. And if you want, you should go to Google Music and subscribe today and uh, enter in Fresher and Parlance for absolutely zero We're discount. Done. Yeah. We're probably breaking your experience on Google. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you, Google, for being such a wonderful sponsor to the show. We really appreciate it. I know. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't think... I think that they do everything pretty all right, but they, like, try everything, you know? Someone could probably do it better, but they just haven't yet. I mean, well, that's where Amazon maybe is stepping in, but I doesn't look like they're going to do it better. Well, let's face it, the first Google phone wasn't that great. No, definitely. That's what I, that was my point with the first thing, is that like all of them weren't that good when they came out. Yeah. But they've had so many iterations. So this is their first iteration, so of course it's not going to be as good. But it's kind of late to have a first iteration like so prominent. Is it, is it too late, though? I, I mean, you should always try, I guess. So And they have plenty of money. I think it's. I think it's. A, I mean, Facebook. Remember, Facebook was gonna have a phone. I know, right? And then they they just killed it. I think it's a good idea. 
But they they also the thing is I felt like they were pretty far down the line with that Facebook phone because they they were talking about the Facebook OS and how it was going to be just like you're on Facebook all the time. I know they released the app that did it, the was Facebook that, uh, home screen thing. Or was that paper? No, they bought paper, but that's already out now. It was the Facebook home screen where it would uh. I don't even remember how it worked, but it replaced your launcher Got on it. Android. But so, anyways. Yeah, so anyways, on. moving on. What, what do you got to talk about, Mr. Fresher? How uh, was your week, by the way? How was your week? My week was all right. So I was saying, I think also, while you were scrambling to fix things, that uh, the baseball game was good. I didn't get the bobblehead. For shame! Because, I mean, I didn't want to carry it around. and uh, But I saw a lot of people like posting those pictures of, uh, um, you know, like it was the Macklemore bobblehead like in the background, and then it would be posted on Instagram or something. And they'd put it up on the big screen because they used, like, the hashtag or whatever. And, uh... You know, those bobbleheads do hold some value. You probably could have took it and came back sold it, and used it to buy another engine or whatever mo- motherboard for your... <laughs> I know. For my uh, my drone. Yeah, for whatever. your drone. It wasn't even worth that much to carry for me. Which is funny, because when I hear Macklemore sing, all I hear is a droney one-note... <laughs> so that's fine with me. That's that's what I, I feel about Macklemore. That or whatever, but I'm not super into it. I guess I like that someone local is famous, though. Yeah, but I'm glad he took the throne from Sir Mix-a-Lot. What? I don't think he took the throne from Sir Mix-a-Lot. Oh my god, he definitely did. I mean, because Sir Mix-a-Lot was, like, not even that famous. Sir Mix-a-Lot was super famous. I mean, he's famous, but he only has, like, tops ten songs. I wasn't, like... No, no. Baby Got Back is by far the... Big, well, no, I should take this back. I take this I back. I mean, but Pastas on Broadway is super big, too. Nirvana. But like, it's a different popular. It's not like... I don't know if it ever got, like, top of the charts or something. Nirvana is probably the big... What do you say? Nirvana is the number one export? Yeah, Nirvana is definitely, like, a more famous Seattle band. Or Jimi Hendrix. But that's not a band. This is a guy. Yeah, it's just a guy. I still think Nirvana is more Seattle famous than Jimi Hendrix. I think most people wouldn't know Jimi Hendrix is from Seattle. Okay. I think so, everyone knows that Nirvana is from Seattle. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you five famous Seattle people, okay? And yeah. I want you to stack rank them in order of least important to most important, okay? Yeah. One, Bill Gates. Two, Bruce Lee. Three, Jimi Hendrix. Four, Sir Mix-a-Lot. Five, Macklemore. Uh, I mean, for sure, Bill Gates is number one. No, I'd least say... to most. Least to most. Oh, least to most. You're just making it difficult. I think uh, Bruce Lee, Macklemore, Jimi Hendrix, Nirvana, Bill Gates. You forgot about Sir Mix a lot. Oh. I didn't have Nirvana no, in there. He's right by... He's probably he's below Jimmy Hen- So he's second to the bottom. So okay. uh, Bruce Lee is important, but I don't think anyone knows... It's not, like, technically from Seattle. He's just lived here and, like... What are you talking about? He went to University of Washington. He's buried here. He... I mean, certainly a Seattle 
he's when people think about you know Bruce Lee, they think about Seattle. I think. I don't think so. I I feel like I mean I guess I don't know because I'm from here, but I assume that like most people like I would be surprised that I didn't know that until like I was like in high school or something. And only because I heard like you're like what really he's buried here? It's like I don't think it's like it's super. Same thing with Jimi Hendrix. Okay, how about this? Mud Honey or Presidents of the United States? I think the Presidents of the United States. <laughs> I think Mud Honey is like probably a more revered band, but Presidents of the United States has been around way longer. It's kind of like a, a Weird Al. It's like a cult band, like Weird Al or um. They might be giants. They might be giants, like, but I think it's bigger because like. They've been around forever, and they're still around, and still good, and making new stuff. Okay, so what do you, what, what do you think is more more famous? Uh, I guess this is not even close. I like the, I like the quiz format here. Yeah, Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. Or Starbucks. Or Amazon. Well, uh, I mean, they're all mega companies. Yeah, but rank them. I think it would make a difference in. Whether it's like popular view or world view. World view. I mean, Microsoft definitely made the biggest difference out of any of those, because like they basically popularized computers, and uh, probably Amazon next to that because they made things just straight up shippable, and then Starbucks after that because I mean, they're just famous. Like they didn't really do anything to help anyone. They just made coffee popular. But I, would I think say... from like from a view perspective, probably. Like it would be Microsoft, Starbucks, Amazon. Yeah, probably. I mean, people in China want Starbucks; they don't want Amazon. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I guess China. But, but I mean, I think just making a difference in like the world, definitely Microsoft, Amazon, Starbucks, because Starbucks didn't really make a difference in the world; they just made co- po- coffee popular. And Bill Gates, Bill Gates, um, is by far the most famous Seattle resident. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And like, I don't think that he'll be. Surpassed and like forever. <laughs> and, and he's going to make a difference now in his philanthropy in the world. Beyond, Just now? well, in like after he, now that he left, he's making a difference in oh, a he is way. I yeah. thought it was cool. I was reading about the um, the Gates Foundation and uh, how it's set up or whatever. Uh huh. I thought it's pretty interesting that they are required to use all their money in the next fifty years. So they have like a, it's like a trust fund that's being invested. So it's like getting making money off of its interest, but they are required to spend it in the next fifty years because it's for change now, not for just like sustaining the the foundation forever. Right. Okay. So I by the way I finally found what I did to dropping my laptop. What did you do? If there's a giant crack and some bending here on this USB, really? yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh my gosh, you gotta get a new one. Yeah, I know. Speaking of new laptops, did you get it from that shady dealer? Did you get your new laptop? I didn't get it yet. So I ordered a Yoga Pro Two i7. Pretty psyched about it. Got a crazy good deal. But in my crazy good deal getting, it's kind of a questionable site where they're just ordering straight from the warehouse. And so it's still on order from the warehouse to the shop. But so I got I, it for like half price. So here's the question. We talked about this two episodes ago. When did they say they were going to get you this computer? They, it's supposed to get to their warehouse on the 26th. And then and, they'll ship it to me. 
Okay, so we're still within that time frame. So within yeah. eight days or whatever, what's today, the 18th? It's like, yeah, another week. So I'll see what happens. Hopefully it actually works because I'm excited. And then I can have more high definition. I don't know. Maybe then I'll actually get my green screen working. Because <laughs> I think the reason that my green screen didn't work is because this computer can't handle it. Yes, I probably. So speaking of can't handling it. A lot of speaking ofs. I know. That was my shocked look. <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones finale happened last Sunday. Uh, I know, I'm so disappointed it's over. I mean, like, it was a good finale and everything. But, I mean, I gotta wait another year. It's the worst. Yeah. So, I've, I'm three episodes behind. What? Yeah. Just have uh, I was gonna, I guess, no spoiler alert, because I'm not gonna ruin it for you. You can ruin it, I don't give a crap. But I just, uh, here's the thing, I've read the book, so I've kind of... Oh, yeah, you did read the books. Um, But I did want to point out something which I did not mention last week, was last week was my birthday. Oh, yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, so it should have been a birthday show, but it was not because I'm a modest motherfucker. Bah! That's the biggest (laughs) lie ever. I'm the least modest... I know, now that you're, like, just going on about it, ugh, just about his birthday. Oh, God, he's just fucking... By the way, we've talked about this before. I feel every human in the U.S. should have a... Birthday holiday. What do you mean? Oh, so I thought it was cool in like Sweden they have name days, so everyone with the same name has like every day of the year is like a name day, and people with that name celebrate together. And do they get that day off from work? Uh, maybe I don't know. Because that's what I'm proposing. I'm proposing that everyone. Do. This is like what they I'm just thinking. leave. I just want people to get. I think we are overworked in this world. And I feel as though we deserve to have more time off with the family, to ourselves, to doing things. It's called Europe. (laughs) And then everything closes at five. I hate that. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say. I think it's, I think we deserve more time to ourselves. Yeah. I actually think I saw something, and I can't remember what, if it was Sweden or not, but they started implementing the six-hour work week. Oh, yeah, no, it was Sweden. I read a thing about it. The six-hour work day, not work week. Yeah. Um, and, and what an excellent idea. What, why? Eight is arbitrary. Why is it eight days? Why can't I work six hours a day? I know. It's because they, they want those extra productive hours that right. are never as productive. But they found out that, that the workers are actually more productive. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was uh, the thing. Like, I, I think there was some show or YouTube video or some sort of... I don't even know how I consume information anymore. But, yeah, I saw something about that. So, um, with the guy... Oh, yeah. they... Go ahead. Game of Thrones. Also, top pirated show ever. Oh, yeah, that's why I wanted to talk about that, the, about the Game of Thrones. But we got yeah. sidetracked. But, anyway, most pirated show in the history of, of pirated shows. That's a, that's a great Onion uh, article about that. Did I send you that? No, what was it about? It, was, uh, it just says, uh, you know... Like, surprise finale to Game of Thrones. Like, um, five million people arrested at the ending of the movie or what, at the episode. <laughs> and then, like, it was like, classic Game of Thrones. You never know who's going to go. <laughs> so, if you... I'm, I'm looking at the article I've read here. It says here, uh, 7.1 million viewers tuned in to watch the show during the 9 p.m. EDT premiere. yeah. And the season four finale, Torrance, averaged 
1.5 million downloads in just 12 hours, which, so that means 1.5 million people torrented that thing. Yeah. And then, but, it's the first show to ever hit 250,000 in its swarm, and a swarm is just the technical term for how many people are sharing it, right? Yeah, I mean, well, like, yeah, a single file. I bet it was crazy fast, because that's how that works. Right, exactly. Um, oh, wait, here, hold on. I take that back. The Game of Thrones Season 4 finale torn had 120,612 seeders and 15,447 leechers for a swarm of 136,000 and was downloaded um, close to 1 million times. And that was the first torrent available after air. Um, but there was another one that came in later that broke the... Uh, 250,000. So basically, like, both of it. It has two top-ever torrents. Well, that's the thing, is that there's tons of torrents uh, out there, and so this thing has been downloaded a shit ton of times. Yeah. And, um... It's because it's for nerds. The season four finale is was uh, HBO's most popular show ever. Ever. It beat yeah. out... It beat out the Sopranos series finale. Have you watched The Sopranos? I haven't watched it. Of course, but a bing, eh? <laughs> like he's switch characters right away. But a thing, eh? Yeah, hey, little gabagool, huh? <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, maybe I have to watch it. I don't know. I'm not that into. I've also never seen uh, The Godfather. I feel like that's a surprising thing to people. I feel like a lot of people feel uh, like that about how when people tell me they haven't seen Star Wars. So, uh, I don't feel that way. I think mafia shows. Yeah. And mafia movies might be the most overrated genre of movies ever. Really? I mean, I don't disagree because I'm not that into them. But everyone loves them. It's, so what? Oh, you keep... Oh, hey. Oh, look at this mafia guy. Uh, uh. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> the reason why, the, reason why uh, the Sopranos was so interesting... Yeah. It's because it took the traditional mafia storyline, threw it in Jersey instead of New York, so it was like second-tier mafia. Yeah. And then, two, he had kids and a family, and he was like a family man. Not like, hey, he's part of the family. Let a little Rico over here. He's coming over, part of the family. Not like Wait, that. Did they die? Who? His family. It seems like that's like why you wouldn't have a family. No. Huh. It's dumb. So, I like The Sopranos when it happened, and I probably would watch it and probably still find it entertaining. But yeah. overall, if a Mafia movie was never made ever again, or a Mafia TV show was never made ever again, I, my life would be probably better. Also, I'm, I want all cop procedural dramas to go away. Which ones? Cops. cops. Oh, cops, yeah. I don't like those. Just get rid of them. And also, I don't, like else, the, I don't like the doctor ones either. Actually, I was just gonna say that's what else I want. Every hospital show to be eradicated from the, the only one that I like is Scrubs. I like Scrubs, but it was comedy. It was funny. It was comedy. I mean, yeah, the comedy versions of are kind of okay. Like I do like uh, um, uh, Reno Nine One One. Yeah, Reno Nine One One's okay too. But I always mix that up with uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, so that's that's okay. That's an all right show. But yeah, no, in general. 
So I mean, all of the all of the um, the Jung Jung ones or whatever. Law and Order. Law and Orders. There's like a billion of them. They could go away. I never want to see another episode of that in my life. Seriously, but people love that. They should just have a Law and Order channel. Because I, I think mean, they, I think there is a cable channel called Law and Order. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Which network owns that, anyways? Uh, I think it's on multiple networks now. Isn't it like A and E or something? No. Well, Annie may have the reruns, or they did have the reruns before they became, like, the Duck Dynasty Network. Oh, really? Is it the Duck Dynasty Network now? I, I think no that was off because of some sort of controversy. No, no, they they totally accept their bigotry. Oh, really? Yeah, you're totally fine. People into it? People love it. Well, it's the people who love it, love bigots. Yeah. could see that, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm just making that. I don't know if they love bigots or not, but the, um, the, uh, the... The show itself, I've never watched a minute of it. Yeah. I know me either. I've just seen the... I didn't even know it was a real thing. I saw, like, some shirts or, like, some merchandise, and I kind of thought it was, like, some fake thing. Oh, yeah, like, it was, like, like MR Ducks, like a clothing line? Yeah, like a... Yeah, like some sort of... Something that you buy at, like, Spencer's. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, some ridiculous thing. And they, like, totally, they created the style of these big, long beards. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That style existed before, and they were called Amish. Well, I mean, you could say the same thing about the Hitler mustache. Who brought that back? No one brought that back. I mean, but it was, uh, kind of, I don't know. I mean, they could. I feel like if, if we were going to create a list of, of styles that will never come back into, into fashion... Yeah, I'm putting the Hitler mustache at the very top of that list. I don't think I think it could come back. Who? <laughs> Who? I don't know. I bet Sai could pull it off. I believe there was like one dude who had it, and it was Robert Mugabe in Africa, and he was a dictator, and he did it because he was a dictator. <laughs> yeah, it was like a fitting. Is that yeah. like the official dictator facial facial hair now? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kim Jong Un got like a, a Hitler mustache. Oh, that'd be funny. That would be, that'd yeah, be exactly. So, speaking of King Jong-un, I recently saw a trailer for a new movie that was starring the, the people from um, Pine- Pineapple Express, which is yeah. uh, Seth Rogen and what's that guy's name? The I don't know, but I think I know who you mean. Pineapple yeah. Express people. James Franco. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where they're, they're, they go to, they're Americans and they get sent to North Korea to assassinate King Jong-un. Really? Yeah, it's a comedy. I guess it sounds maybe good. I don't know if it sounds good or not. I can't decide. <laughs> I'd probably watch it, but not at the theater. Oh, yeah. I, I. By the way, this is the time to go to the movies the summer, and I've been once also. Why is it, Why is this? I would think the winter is the time to go to the movies. No, summer. the summer is the time to go to the movies. The blockbusters, the kiddies are out of school. They need something to do. They go Wait, to the movies. Wait, I don't want to go to the movies when kids are there. Okay. Dude, then that's why, as an adult, you go at, like, Saturday afternoon or Tuesday night. But, no, Friday nights, like, that's the thing that kids do. They go to the movies. I don't know if that's true anymore. It's 100% true. Why do you think all the big... Why do they call them the summer blockbusters? I don't know. Well, all right. I'm going to... Here, this is is a section of the other show where fresher... Parlance teaches Fresher a thing or two about summer movies. We should just make this a segment. Think of something that you can teach me about. So here's how it works. There's two 
important movie seasons during the course of the year. Christmas? Yes. The holiday season, which starts roughly two weeks before Thanksgiving, all the way to the end of the year. Yeah. And then the summer movie season, which starts... It gets started... It usually, it used to start Memorial Day, but now they've pushed it up a couple of weeks, two, three weeks, and so now it starts like the beginning of May or mid-May. And it goes yeah. all the way essentially to the very end of August. But they always, almost always put the big ones in during the, the holiday weekend. So Memorial Day, 4th of July are the big ones because they get the extra day of box office, right? Yeah. Um, and sometimes if the if it if it uh, if let's say Fourth of July is on a Thursday, they'll occasionally do like a Wednesday release for a movie. Weird. So that the opening weekend could be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean it doesn't have to make sense. It's just how it is apparently. Yeah. So this is how it works, and where they they throw out uh, the shit movies, the movies that are testing poorly or have just, like, failed miserably, February. February. That's the dumping ground of shit-ass movies. Why would they even bother releasing them? Because they put all this money into it, they have to release it. Oh, yeah. Hmm. As a matter of fact, I recently saw a... uh, I can't remember where I saw it, but it was the the highest-grossing February movie of all time, and it's not even remotely close to, like, the summer movies. That sounds like the highest-grossing February movie. Speaking way, of movies, yeah, I thought I'd bring up that we're, we I didn't watch the movie yet because it's only Wednesday for our review roulette. I feel kind of bad for Brian because he seemed excited about it, and he's probably going to watch it and want to talk about it. But uh, we're going to do it next week, right? Yeah, next week for sure. Cool, because yeah, I'll be I'll have watched it by then, but I take full responsibility for the early day and the not watching of the movie. But it's going to happen, guys. You know, it doesn't have to be every week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, speaking of... Um, what do you think the highest grossing movie of the winter... I mean, ever? Wasn't it like... No, 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 not ever. Just... Winter movies, essentially movies that come out in the winter. What do you I think? have no idea what movies come out in the winter. Okay, well, do you want to take a guess, take a stab at what uh, the... Like, let's see, one movie that came out in the winter. Home Alone. Oh, wait, never mind. Uh, the, the list I'm looking at is terrible, so I can't... Uh, I can't... Home Alone, that's got to be up there. Home Alone is probably not up there. No, that was a really popular movie. It was a popular movie, but there's movies like The Lord of the Rings that came out in the winter. That came out in the winter? Yeah. Oh, that doesn't seem like a winter movie. It is, it is. Oh, this is what I wanted to ask you. What do you think the high... This is the question. What do you think the highest grossing rated PG movie is of all time? I think I actually brought this up last week with... Do you think it has boobs? PG movie. It's supposed to have boobs, but I've never no, seen PG. it does. Not PG-13, PG. What? Oh, the just... Highest- yeah. Oh. Um, is it um, that first animated Disney one? No. No, wait. No? No. It's, it's got to be a kid's movie, right? Kindergarten Cop. No. <laughs> it's The Phantom Menace. The Phantom Menace? Really? The Star Wars movie, yeah. Oh. 
It's the highest. Is is that the one? The first new one that came out? Uh, no, yeah, that was yeah, exactly. When people so, still yeah, thought there was so much hype, but then everyone was disappointed. That makes sense. You know, it's uh the 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 biggest week. <laughs> The biggest weekend opening in January, which is like the dump, that's like they dump movies in in, in January. Yeah. Take a guess with what it is. Uh, <laughs> You'll never guess it, so I'll just tell you. It's uh, Ride Along, starring Ice Cube and Kevin Hart. Really? I'd watch something with Ice Cube. <laughs> it's the highest grossing January opening weekend ever. That's pretty cool. And I think that was just last year. I think Ride Along came out last year. Oh, well, that's, like, new? Huh. Oh, it came out this year. So the highest-grossing movie ever released in January was released in January 17th, 2014. Yeah, I was surprised. Um, I was saw somewhere that, like, movies are actually making more money now than they used to, even though, like, they're worried about, like, people not seeing them or something. So tickets are way down, but but revenue is up because the price of tickets have gone way up. And then they added in 3D and... Uh, IMAX, and it's increasing the tickets even more. Plus, it seems like the cost is a lot lower with, like, digital projectors and stuff. Like, oh. maintenance would be lower. Oh, it's... it's Yeah, it's way lower. It's way lower, because they don't have to print the... I mean, let's be fa- let's face it. The printing of the movies was a marginal cost to the bottom line. Yeah. The It was it was always the, the, the marketing and the actual cost of production. Yeah. Because at most, what are you doing? You're making, like... Five thousand, no, maybe ten thousand copies of the printing. Ten thousand copies of the film. That's a lot. You'd print ten thousand. Well, let's say the widest. There's not that many theaters in the U.S. Is there? No, but no. Here's what would happen: is that you would have, let's say, it opens at three thousand screens, and maybe some of those screens have like four prints because they're running it like multiple times. Oh, that's true. So then you would have like three thousand times like three and a half or whatever. That's ten thousand. I guess. I guess. Uh, so what, what else you got to talk about? I feel like I this... Well, I thought it was cool. We're winding, we're winding down here, because we also have the 10 minutes of uh, episode 24.0 that we've got to edit in. But um, I saw an interesting article that they're sending a 3D printer to the space station, which is pretty cool. And they're going to use it to see how 3D printing works in space. And... Um, to be able to print tools and uh, adapters that they need while they're up there. But also, another cool aspect of it is that you can have... I, I can't really see how this would do much, but you can send something to be printed in space and like basically like sending something to space, like a physical thing, which is kind of cool. That is pretty cool. I'm imagining... There's no practicality to it, but it would be cool, like to print, like send my name to be printed in space, and then there'd be like a plastic thing with my name on it or something, you know? I imagine the queue, to like the printing queue for that, if it was like just anyone could do it, would be pretty long. Yeah, they said that if you want to do it, you should put it in now because it's not even sent up yet. <laughs> well, let's do that. Let's create a fresh and par. I know. Yeah, I wonder how many of them are just going to be ads. Seriously, Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew coin. Remember back in the day when uh, professional athletes would um, put tattoos on their like boxers would put like um, henna tattoos on the back on their back when they were boxing. Do you remember that? No. I mean, they stopped doing it. It was usually for gambling sites and stuff, but they would essentially sell advertising on their back. But was it like a real tattoo or a fake one? Henna, real. Oh yeah, it was like, like 
Temporary, you know, but like long-term temporary. Long-term temporary, yeah. I so, didn't see that. I do know the guy who like got all the porn sites tattooed on his face to make money, which is ridiculous. Like real tattoos? Like real tattoos. That's and like there was an interview with him, and he was like, oh, to support my daughter, I really needed the money. And like I thought that was the only way I could make money. But like, oh, he changed his name too. His name is like uh, Pornhub or something. So his like legal name is like Pornhub. You know what the irony is? Is that his daughter's gonna end up doing porn. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it's for like a one time. He doesn't even get commission or anything. It was like a one time thing. I think he probably got like ten thousand dollars tops for all of them. Oh, not worth it. The tattoos themselves probably cost like ten grand. I think they were free. I mean, they paid for that team. Oh. But, I don't know, there's some article. I think it was in Vice. I read a lot of Vice. So, we were talking about HBO, and I wanted to bring up Silicon Valley. I'm about halfway through the season. Yeah. It's a good show. I mean, it's okay. No, it's a good show. It's funny. And I mean, I like it, kind of, but it's not, like, the best. It's not the best. So, I was watching the show, and it was the episode with the guy who was examining the, the people came in, the venture capitalists, and these guys came in and they needed uh, to get more money out of him, and he just started ordering Burger King, and and oh, yeah. and, and then he like did and stuff. yeah, and he did, then he t- like the convergence of the cicadas and all that stuff, and I was like, God, that guy's really familiar to me. I was like, and he's really good in the show. He really adds a lot to the show. I think he's a great character, and uh, so I, this weekend I was in San Francisco for my birthday, and um, I was walking down the street and I was just thinking of that because it's Silicon Valley down there. And I was just yeah. like... All the billionaires. I love yeah. how, like, those goddamn billionaires. Because <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> they're just doing, like, ridiculous stuff because it doesn't matter. It's And that's what's crazy. I went to some areas down there. It is ridiculous. Yeah. There are areas in San Francisco where the cheapest, like, pair of shoes you could get is, like, $400. Yeah. And it's not even, like... I'm not talking, like, Saks Fifth Avenue here. I'm talking to just, like, on a street in an area where it's a store upon store of yuppie goods. Yeah. It's more than yuppie goods, like uber-rich goods. I mean, because it, it, you don't even care that it's $400. That's like nothing, you know what I mean? I know. It's that's there. It's crazy. So anyway, I was thinking about this thing, and I was thinking about this show called Rubicon, because I was like, oh, yeah, that guy was on that show, Rubicon, which was an A&E show, probably came after an episode of Law & Order. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, and he was on that show, and I, then I was like, oh, shit, I saw a story, like, a couple months ago that dude died. Yeah. So then I was like, nah, maybe I'm mistaken. And no, I'm not mistaken. That guy, his name is uh, Christopher Evan Welch. Yeah, that sucks. I don't know what they're going to do on the show. He died. He died, uh, he essentially he had a three-year-long battle with lung cancer and passed away, like, after the filming of that show. So he's not. I don't know what they're gonna do with him uh, in that character. I haven't finished the season, so I don't know how they. Are they even like a like sign up for doing another one though? I think they are. There's a season two coming. Hmm. I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Did you? I like someone was talking. Uh, my friend who works at Amazon was like talking about the the Amazon-only, Amazon Prime show that was basically the same thing as Silicon Valley. I think it was called, like... Beta. It was, oh, it was called Betas. Betas. Yeah. I thought that's pretty funny. It wasn't... It got canceled. There was, like, two episodes. Uh, I think they only did a pilot. 
Yeah, but I think it's like basically the same show. Possibly, yeah. So here, uh, you know, let's close on this topic since we're not doing the the movie review. Yeah. So here's two things. All right, and I want your opinion on this. And Mr. Brew, if you're still watching, I see we have one viewer here. The way television, broadcast television, works, it's very much like venture capitalism. You have a pool of money, you throw it at a bunch of shows, like ABC, like ten shows. Yeah. And they call that um, pilot season, okay? And then they throw all that money out there, and then they make maybe ten shows, maybe one or two episodes, and then the, the, the network either tests it or does a whole bunch of stuff, and then from there they pick maybe three or four of those ten shows, right? Just like a venture capitalist like invests in like four, uh, you know, companies that do the exact same thing because one of them is going to make it, three of them are going to fail kind of thing. Yeah. So they call that pilot season. And there's been a lot of uh, kind of weird grumblings that pilot season is actually a waste of money. And what they should do is just like take the idea of what Netflix does and just... Because Netflix doesn't do pilot at all. They, they just use, do the whole season. Well, they use big data. Yeah. See my quotes? That's big data quotes right there, baby. Big data. Big it's data quotes. Pretty big. Yeah. They use big data to inform them on the decisions on what they should greenlight and what they shouldn't greenlight. I know. Just like we were talking about before, the TV reviews are stupid and don't mean anything. <laughs> so they just buy the season in bulk and then move on. Okay? Yeah. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. However, TV executives have kind of been t- like, should we do this? Should we not? I feel like do this? TV executives are the worst business people ever at this point. They're horrible at doing like anything now. Like they're I, totally behind. It's, it's true. It's completely true. And movies. I feel like it's like just saying it sounds like I kind of want to put that on a business card so people don't like look up to me. TV executive. It sounds like the worst executive ever. <laughs> No, I think it's the best executive because it's just the easiest job ever. But whatever. I mean, mean, maybe good for being easy and not doing anything, but, like, it's just, like, dumb person who makes a lot of money. So, anyway, probably true, but I just want to get to the idea that Netflix buys in bulk, networks are doing pilot season, and now... This is the craziest thing. Amazon does pilots, okay? Yeah. And this is how they use big data to do it. So they have money, a pool of money. They throw it out there, okay? Yeah. And then they judge the success of how many people... So then they call it literally, like, pilot season. And, it's like yeah. a, and, and then there's, like, maybe seven shows. And then they judge by the amount of times people stream the episodes. And and then I think they have some additional metrics like social mentions or hashtags and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy to get all that data nowadays. Yeah, so they take all that data and then they use that to inform themselves on how to... Isn't that make... the same thing that Netflix did? No, Netflix doesn't make a pilot. Netflix just says essentially like, oh, people like David Fincher, people love Kevin Spacey, people love uh, Robin Wright Penn, people love politics and John and drama... Let's put those all together and make sure. Oh, so they, they, you're saying they, like, pre-use the data. They don't, like, look at data mid-go or whatever. 
So they probably looked at data and subscription signups after the fact on what the like essentially what were the new users coming on to do? Was it were they was House of Cards driving signups? Was yeah. was Orders of New Black driving signups? How many people streamed? And what are those what type of person in the data that they have were streaming these shows? Did they watch them in bulk? Did they only get halfway through them? Et cetera, et cetera. And that informed them on how to make a season two. Yeah. I mean, but it did not inform them on how to make a season one. Yeah, they, they just did that, like, from prior data, hoping that it's right. So, here's my question to you. Do you think Netflix, the way they do it, which is just, like, look at the data and make a decision, and, like, this is the show we're going to make, and just throw it out there, just do 13 episodes and call it a day, and then if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Or do they do, like, the idea of what Netflix is doing, which is, like... You mean throw- Amazon. Amazon, excuse me, uh, which is throw money out there just like the networks, bring them all in, let everyone have access to them. It's no longer like a network executive in a, room, a dark room with a bunch of test group or test people yeah. who are watching the show, like turning levers and, and like saying they like it and then filling out questionnaires afterwards. What do you think? Which, which model do you like better? Uh, I, think that I, I think that I would like the, the Netflix one better. Because then, even if it's not good, like, you have the whole thing there. I mean, you could just do, you could combine them and make, like, a whole networks of, like, I mean, a whole seasons of, like, four or five shows. But it's a lot of money. That's the issue. You're, you're dropping a lot of cash. It's a big investment. Yeah, but, I mean, I think that that's still, I don't know, better. <laughs> because here's the thing. You make 12 pilots, that's one season of a show. So would you rather have... Maybe... Maybe with because of the data, the Amazon thing makes more sense because before with like the TV, I don't trust the focus groups. I think that their data is totally wrong. At least like for a lot of like the, I don't think that's the regular person. So there's a lot of shows that I would like that get canceled because people are dumb. But like I think <laughs> that uh, with Amazon, it's they're gonna get a lot more like everyone watches that and they can get real data, and so real shows might be more popular. So you're going with the Amazon model. Well, I mean, I think that both of them use the data the same way, but I think having whole seasons is, you know, better altogether because then, like, you can see, like, a whole idea rather than, like, getting cut off at two episodes or something. So, wait, you like the Netflix model? Yeah. I mean, I said the Netflix one is decided. Okay, so... But I-, I was saying I think that they should just have, like, multiple of the whole seasons. But it's so expensive. You can't do that. You can't have your cake and eat it too, Mr. I Frazier. think you can, though. I mean, they have so much money, it doesn't really matter. But it does matter. You, do you know how much... Like, net, the House of Cards, I think, was like a million or million and a half dollars an episode, or even more. I don't know. It doesn't seem like that much. That's a lot of money. I mean, they're going to make more than that. Maybe. You don't know. I mean, that's, that's only like $13 million for a whole show. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Do you know the most expensive show right now ever in the history of the universe is Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah, I know, yeah. I heard that. Right, so that's my point, is that what you have to look at what that show is doing, because it could be the best show ever, but it may not be worth it for them, even for HBO. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that those amount of money, like, billionaires, I'm talking about billionaires here. That's, like, not that much money. <laughs> right. So here's what I... I actually kind of like the idea of the Amazon one. Though I yeah. get your point. only reason why I like the Amazon one is I like to look at, like, the different stuff that's out there. 
and yeah. like and be part of the process of of choosing it. Uh, I guess that's I hadn't considered the process part of it, but then I mean, I don't know. But then here's the thing. For instance, there was a Chris Carter show. Yeah. You know Chris Carter? No. He's the creator of X Files. Oh yeah. He had a pilot on Amazon this last yeah. year. And I watched it. I liked it. Luckily, they picked it up. But if they didn't pick it up, I would have been totally bummed. Like totally the opposite direction of what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, right. Well, that's the other thing. They had a whole bunch of other shows that were probably not as good. I think were... the other thing about the Amazon that does make sense for the way that they're doing it for them is I don't think very many people watch a video on Amazon yet. Right, and I think it's I like it because it, it it I felt involved. That's again why I thought it was kind of neat. And yeah, it, and it, yeah, you felt involved. On the other Amazon news, yeah. they're totally having an Amazon subscription music service start now, and so like, and they're bundling it all with the same Prime, so it doesn't change the price. But so you get like, if you have Prime, you get a subscription music service too. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, except for that it's really annoying, especially with the instant video, that it's really hard to find the free ones. I'm sure they're going to do the same thing. Like, you can't just search free. Oh, really? I don't know. I haven't used it yet. I know, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, the, everyone, a bunch of people have Amazon Prime, but I don't think that that's, like, a go-to place to watch videos, Amazon. I go, so I've been going there a little bit more lately. I think I want to use uh, Instawatcher more. So if we ever get a... Uh, Sponsor, we need to get Instawatcher because we use that like every episode. But I, I think Instawatcher like shows the ones that are free on Amazon. It does. I believe it does both. So that like that is super useful because you can't do that normally. So I think it's time to wrap it up. Do you have anything yeah. to add here? Wrap up. Wrap it up, B. Wrap it up. All right. So yeah. I feel I feel that this was not our best effort. I feel I was thrown off a little bit. I think uh, I think it was pretty good. We had some good topics. It's some good. Well, we definitely had good topics. I just feel like I wasn't on. You know, I was more stressed out than anything else. So I think you were pretty on. You weren't black and white though. Oh, I forgot to mention. I'm glad to be back in my natural habitat. Yeah, it's been two weeks. Yeah, I'm not in black and white, but frankly, if so much shit happened, I might as well be black and white. Might as well not even be here. <laughs> um, no, we need you here. So uh, I don't have much to add. Um, so this is a tie, by the way. I pick Amazon. You pick Netflix. Yeah. If anyone out there wants to chime in on what they feel is the better model for streaming video services and how they acquire their shows, please feel free. And this will be our question of the week. Feel free. The to question tweet, of the week. Feel free to yeah, Twitter us at, at Fresh and Par on the Twitter machine. Twitter or, so hard. Or at Facebook uh, or comment on YouTube. Let us know how you feel. Amazon? I think you can even do commenting on our website. You can do commenting on our website, or I don't know, you can any comments on our website yet. So, Prisonparlance.com. So this is uh, Parlance saying thanks for watching. Yeah, toodaloo. Signing out. Boom. Boom.